Hello and welcome back to Death and Dying in Denver. I'm your alliterative host, Desiree Celeste. I'm not sure why I sound so dramatic. <laughs> I don't know. Why do I sound so dramatic today? I just got out of a um, like two and a half hour long bath. Just reading a book. It's amazing. Is this what relaxed me sounds like? Because I don't know if I've heard my voice sound relaxed all year. I'm feeling good right now. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, I have no updates. I have nothing to talk about. Um, it's been two weeks since I dropped my last episode. And in those two weeks, it has been holiday ridiculousness. I don't even celebrate the holiday. It's been ridiculousness otherwise. Or, anyway, what? Words. Um, so yeah, it's been ridiculous anyway. And I don't even celebrate the holiday. I am not a good gift giver. I'm a great entertainer, but it's a pandemic, so obviously I'm not doing that. Um, I don't have a lot of family. Like, just kind of been low-key. Um, have been doing absolutely nothing death-related. Um, so I don't know. What am I even doing an episode for? This is a, a practice in consistency, <laughs> even though it's been two weeks, but I'd like to be more consistent. So I was compelled to record today because the person that I'm doing my apprenticeship with emailed the group of apprentices, and we have been in a group text all day getting to know each other, and I'm excited and terrified. Uh, I think one of, one of the people in the group referred to it as terrified. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that is, that's how I feel. Uh, but it's been nice to be able to connect with three other people who are in just as rocky of a boat as I am. People on a new journey, doing something new, making new decisions. And it's weird to think about that. Did I, I don't know, did I make a good decision? Did I make a commitment I was ready for? Is it scarier to think about setting out and doing something new or is it scarier to think about staying in retail doing something that I don't love the rest of my life or doing anything that I don't love the rest of my life I'm I'm 34 I've been in the workforce for almost 20 years and I have enjoyed the people that I've worked with I've enjoyed certain 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 circumstances. Sorry, I do have a stutter. <laughs> it it is there. Anxiety brings it on. Thinking about anxiety makes the stutter worse. So I'm not sorry. Um. So certain circumstances I've really enjoyed, but as a whole, working for other people is not something that feeds my soul. It's not something that holds my heart. It's not something that I feel particularly passionate about. Um, it is something that I have proven to be good at, but it's not something that I want to 
<laughs> right on my gravestone one day, you know? I enjoy walking through old graveyards and seeing people's legacies. And I feel like so many people have been so proud of certain things. And then I think about my life. I'm like, what have I been so passionate and proud of? What have I done to help myself and or others and or the world as a whole in a way that I would want to be remembered by? And I already have a sense of that, but I feel like it's a, it's a drop in, in the ocean. Like the impact I could make could be so much more than what I have done. And the joy that I could feel could be so much more than I have felt. And it's so scary to feel like there's like some, I don't know, like ambiguous calling to do something important. <laughs> like, what is this important thing? I've been literally told this my entire life is that I like my astrological, my natal chart like it foresees and tells the story of so much like power and changing for people and changing how people live and I'm like I don't know what any of that means and that feels like a lot of pressure and yeah 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 I a pressure to do what I don't know I don't know um I feel like one day like in five, ten years, I'm going to look back at these earlier episodes where I'm really struggling with confidence. I'm going to look back and be like, these were necessary steps, and I'm proud of you for taking them. And I'm proud of you for being afraid and doing it anyway. But for right now, I'm just really afraid. <laughs> um, for everybody, it's been a tough year. And in talking to the other apprentices and finding, and we're just scratching surface, like we don't know each other's life stories, but like to find that a lot of us have been through hardships this year that have kind of forced us to make bigger decisions for ourselves and in doing so for others. Because the decisions that I make, if it's working retail, if it's uh, performing on a cruise ship, if it's working in death work, it impacts other people, no matter what this decision is. And so for me, my decisions are not entirely my own. Um, and to walk the path of 2020 <laughs> into making a decision that is so different from anything that I thought that I could do. Like, and that's the thing, is the realistic and maybe even the pessimistic side of my brain is like, this might just be a, like a good learning experience and then you find that you can't or won't actually follow through with this, but at least you, you know you tried, you know. And then my... A uh, very, very slight sliver of an optimistic brain that I have. It's just like a little sliver. 
is over here saying, yeah, but what if it's something awesome? What if this actually like gives you a fire into your life and a passion and a purpose and a drive and something to get up and get excited for? I don't know. Um, a lot of anxiety. It's coming up on the second we start or the first. I don't know. We're still figuring it out. As a group, we're trying to figure out when we can schedule the beginning of this apprenticeship. And it's weird timing because on the 28th, I will be getting vein surgery. So originally I was like, well, like, I don't know because I wrote that schedule already. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I I have surgery anyway. So, like, I'm off that schedule. All the time in the world, baby, for me to uh, just get really anxious and then do it anyway. Seems like most of the things in my life. I just get really anxious. Most of that stuff, I just do it anyway. Like, give me a real crisis. That I'm totally fine with. This, this is not a crisis. This is like an adventure. A, an adventure that I chose. I'm still freaked out. Um, it's been 10 minutes of like... <laughs> We just mean, I don't know, this is a living journal, apparently, no, I don't know, I'm just kind of in a really, I'm in a weird spot in my heart, I've been doing journaling lately, and it just like opens up these weird spots of my heart that usually I bury, um, so there was something I was just going to say, forgotten entirely. Oh, it's that, uh, I have, so like, I know that I said that I've been doing nothing death related these last couple of weeks. That's a lie. Um, I have been getting to know like the death community. And let me just say they're a lively bunch. I am so <laughs> excited about the people that I have started interacting with in the death community. And I've just, it's amazing. One person, like, quite literally said, I have claimed you. You are my friend now. And I'm like, see, that's, that's the energy that I need because I have borderline personality disorder and social anxiety. And I don't ever know if someone's my friend or not until there is a legit, like, are we friends? Like, circle yes or no, pass the note back. After class, I don't want to get caught. And so it was really nice to be able to have someone who's, uh, like passions and mindsets really do like align with me with mine be like we're friends now I'm like god that's such a cool feeling um I also from a, a local eco crematorium uh somehow won a bottle of wine and a wreath so that's kind of cool get those tomorrow uh just like a really like swell group of people so far um I was really worried about that going into this because uh, I feel like as a queer person who is non-neurotypical um, and is very rebellious, that it's hard for me to fit in and be accepted and for people to like, like me <laughs> or even want to be around me. So it's been really welcoming of a community and I'm really excited about it. I feel like 
I might have found a niche that I can like fit myself into and that I'm not so weirdly shaped that I'll just pop right out. It's a strange feeling, you know? So I guess that was my uh, consistency podcast. I will not be dropping one next week. It's the holiday and I work retail and I'm in charge of the toys and gifts. Wow. <laughs> like, I am the Grinch who gave Christmas, apparently. So I'm going to be real busy and real tired and real stressed and also real getting ready for my surgery. So I won't be here next week. And if you're like everyone else who's ever going to listen to this, except for the whole like, now I'm up to like eight listeners, even though I've done no marketing on this, like, Hello, I see you. I love you. Thank you for being here. Who are you? How did you find me here? Uh, But yeah, like most of the people listening to this will be going through the archives. You won't even know that I missed a week. Why am I telling on myself? I don't know why I do these things. Anyway, uh, I've decided that my intro, I'm snapping my fingers. If you're like, what is that weird sound? Sometimes I do that. Uh, I've decided that my intro is that, that I'm the alliterative host, and I just think it's really funny. <laughs> if any of you are here from my other podcast, you'll know uh, how hard it is for me to come up with intros. I just kind of give up. Uh, anyway, have a happy day. Have a happy day. Or don't, but I hope, I hope you do. And if you don't, I hope it gets better. Anyway, maybe I should start working on an outro because this is horrible. Have a great day, y'all. See ya when I see ya.